0: you're on the podcast where you talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and i'm shelby and i'm here with matt
1: shelby your drapes in your apartment (laughs) they aren't right you need new drapes shelby
0: wow that's pretty impressive that's like almost was that good good? yeah that's like (laughs) almost as good as my ghost last week i think
1: Oh, how dare you? (laughs) That ghost is so bad and half-hearted and weak. Uh,
0: But I'm excited because this week we need to talk about Terminator. Um, Lots to get into with it. And this is the third James Cameron one, but the sixth overall. A lot going on. But first, um, uh, we have a trailer review.
1: Yeah, we're talking about the Mandalorian, which is the new Star Wars TV show that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus. Like, it might even be out by the time this episode drops. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I want to oh, say, wait, comes out when does on the Disney sab-
0: Plus become sab- available? Wait, I think when it's is soon. Disney Plus coming out? I wait. Oh my gosh, no. I for some reason, I thought it was in the new year. This is very exciting. November
1: twelfth, November twelfth oh so, so it won't be out when this episode drops, but it is coming very quickly. Can we
0: just pause for a second, like, what are you gonna watch first? You know, we got the full slew of what's available gonna be available. Like what are you just itching to sit down and see? <laughs> do it.
1: Do we have, this, like, I I feel like the only thing I know that's going to be on there is The Mandalorian. Oh, really? A bunch, no, Disney, and then the Lady in the Tram movie. Disney Plus, And then that like, High School Musical, musical, no, the series, the they, musical, the show.
0: No, they, like, released an entire Twitter, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Thread. Right, but weren't the,
1: those were all the sh- things that they already have on.
0: Right, 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 right. They're I like, guess that's I what I'm watch. talking about. wait. This oh. is what I'm confused about. Is Disney Plus already available? No. Okay. So then they announce like, all the old stuff they're going to have on it, all the decoms they're going to have on it, you know, stuff that hasn't been... Like, they have even Stevens. Like, do you understand? This is a big moment for me.
1: Shelby, Shelby here's the thing that I don't think you fully understand, <laughs> is... I have not, not had access to these. If you catch <laughs> Wait, my but trip. how
0: have you gotten Even they Stevens? They have not There's been no... in
1: a vault.
0: Wait, but are they like low quality? Like, how have you found them? Are they like YouTube recordings of these shows? Like, I don't get it. What, what level of quality are Tell you the, willing they to do? They sit are through? out
1: there in the world <laughs> to access if you choose.
0: So have don't you watched, have you watched Even Stevens? No, I have no. not gone so back and watched listen, all of Even Stevens. So why can't you just be excited about something for once? You I know? mean, I am, but I'm
1: also <laughs> not gonna go back and watch the full Even Stevens now. I'm a busy person.
0: I got stuff oh, to do, Shelby. <laughs> okay, sure. Right. Okay. Well, let's talk I about got the four Mandalorian. Four hours of the Irishman <laughs> to watch.
1: My are gosh. You, uh, okay. Are you
0: looking forward to the Mandalorian? You're the Star Wars fan here. <laughs>
1: You know, was I excited to watch The Mandalorian? Not particularly until (laughs) I watched this trailer. And even still, I'm like, huh. Yeah. So what? I mean, it's so the Mandalorians, based on my Googling, are (laughs) the type of creature that like Django and Boba Fett are in the movies they're bounty hunters Uh, also based on my movie knowledge they are all clones of each other based on Django fett that happens in attack of the clones if i remember it correctly
0: that's all i know yes so
1: i guess it so i guess this is a clone of Django fett slash boba fett a boba fett is the son who is who is also a clone if Mm -hmm. i'm remembering (laughs) yeah They're all clones of each other. So it's another version of that clone that is not them, but also is them because it's a clone. And he's also a bounty hunter. I don't know if they all are. And it's like set after the return of the Jedi. It's somewhere. I think it's after the original series, the original three movies.
0: And it's just about like a
1: bounty hunter. Yeah. Before like the Ray, whatever Kylo Ren movies. (laughs) And it's just about a bounty hunter that goes around in the Star Wars world And does bounty hunter things cool. So part of me is like, okay, I mean, I'll watch it It sounds interesting If the reviews are good, which I would imagine that they probably will be Then, yeah, I'll give it a shot It's uh, like it town,
0: like it but Star Wars
1: Yeah, basically <laughs> I th- I think that's a very good <laughs> analogy <laughs> but you know what this this trailer while i'm just monologuing here for a second Ooh. made me even more excited about it, <laughs> is that i read online that it's un uh unsubstantiated but there are rumors going around that Disney Plus is going to be making the follow ups to Solo, a Star Wars story for Disney Plus. Oh, so it might be like a limited series, might be a movie, might be a TV show, but we'll get the wrap up to that movie. And I am, you know, I loved Solo. Would
0: you rather see the Solo sequel or have a spin off series about Jar Jar Binks from your favorite Star Wars, oh, Wars movie? Oh, stop
1: it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh...
0: I mean it choose. depends
1: Is it Darth Jar Jar Binks Or just <laughs> like funny Jar Jar Really who am I kidding I would take the Jar Jar Binks spin off oh in, in a heartbeat oh. Over any other Star Wars material Oh man! I think we've talked on the podcast Before about my love of Jar Jar And how when I was watching The Last Jedi And they were like There's that scene where they're like Oh, There's nobody else here to help us Send out a, a help beacon Into the universe and maybe someone will respond I legitimately in the theater was like oh it's it's gonna be Jar 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 Jar's <laughs> gonna come and save Them and afterwards I was telling that to my brother And he was like are you an idiot there's no way That that was going to happen But while I was sitting there I was 100% <sighs> certain that I'd cracked the code and that Jar Jar Binks <laughs> was Misa, gonna save Jar Jar Princess Binks. Leia yeah.
0: Exactly That would have been so. really You know that would have been a bold move From Disney to just be like We're not listening to what The audience wants We're going to throw a wrench in this story so seriously that you have to keep watching because you can't believe what will come next.
1: What does the audience want, though? Because I want Jar Jar Binks (laughs) and I am part of the audience. So, yeah,
0: Yeah. find yourself two people who would like that. And I'll uh, I mean, I'll be impressed, but
1: well, me. Yeah. Or do I need to find two, two others. <laughs> there have to be two <laughs> other Jar Jar Binks. Fan.
0: We'll find. Getting them. back to the
1: Mandalorian. So, are you excited to watch this? You don't care?
0: I don't care. My husband is very into um, Boba Boba Fett. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Whichever what one. What does is that the entail? Original. What is <laughs> someone who's
1: very into Boba Fett? I don't know. He was in one movie and he got. <laughs> eaten know, by I know. That's a what back. I
0: thought too. But for some reason, it's just this character that people. I mean more than just my husband have latched onto obviously if they're going to make like a series about him. I don't know if he was in like the Jedi Clone animated thing or whatever. I don't know, but I'm sure I'll end up watching this just because I'm a supportive wife, I guess. So.
1: Well, good for you and good for your marriage. I know. Points for that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Let's move from mm. one giant sci-fi franchise to another and get into yes. Terminator Dark Fate. The sixth Terminator movie. There was also a Terminator television show. There was also, I found out in my research, some like web series and video games. A whole expanded Terminator universe. But this is the sixth feature film starring (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton back from the first two. It also has uh, some random new people that I've never heard of before. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so what's your, what is your experience with the Terminator franchise? So the Terminator
1: was very big in my house growing up. My dad loved the Terminator movies. So I have seen them all. Um, Some of them we like more than others terminator one uh came out in 1984 the basic premise of all of the terminator movies (laughs) in some way shape or form is that there's someone living in the present who in the future is going to stop some catastrophic villainous event and so the villains send a terminator back in time to the present day to kill this person who's going to cause them trouble in the future, but also the good people in the future send back some other kind of (laughs) robot that is supposed to stop the Terminator. So basically all the movies are a Terminator and an anti-Terminator trying to kill each other before the Terminator can kill whoever this special person is.
0: So the first one, Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger plays the Terminator. The second one, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the one sent back to protect the person And then, so those two are like the classics. I think those are the ones that generally everybody likes. I also liked those movies. And this one is kind of like a direct sequel to those two. Disregarding the other three movies that came in between, which your mileage may vary on. I did not particularly like Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, otherwise known as Girl Terminator. It was fine, whatever. Then there's... (laughs) Terminator Salvation, which came out in two thousand nine, oh, yeah. Christian Bale I is in that. that, and mm-hmm. that is the that's the only one that breaks from this format because it is all set in the future, in the like post apocalyptic battle world, and is not a let's send people back to the past movie. Yeah, and it did. It's poorly. like sort
0: of a prequel slash sequel slash origin story. Features Sam Worthington, who yes. went on to do nothing. But, you know, I really enjoyed that movie. I'm going to be honest. It was the first Terminator I saw. And um it's uh, uh, it's a delight. You know, I love Christian Bale in those action roles he probably hated. But it really worked for me.
1: Yeah, It was weird to think about the fact that Christian Bale was in that movie. Because when you look at his yeah. general filmography, like, yes, he was in The Dark Knight. But those are... That's like very <laughs> yeah. prestige-y.
0: No, and it Terminator was right Salvation around is like not. <laughs> Yeah, it was right around like Reign of Fire in that era of um Christian Bale, which he never speaks of, will probably never revisit, but it's just mm, I loved it. So then in twenty fifteen
1: they decided, you know what, this franchise needs a uh, like a total reboot. So they did a version that had uh Amelia Clark in it. And also had Arnold... Arnold Schwarzenegger also was not in Terminator Salvation. He is the only... That's the only movie that he yeah. is not in.
0: They had his likeness on one of the robots for like five seconds. But yes.
1: But that was it.
0: So that was it.
1: <laughs> so they rebooted the franchise. Terminator Genesis came out. Has Amelia Clark. It's like a weird alternate timeline. I honestly could not explain to you the mechanics of that movie and the time (laughs) jumping. I, I remember loving it when I saw it. The critics generally did not like it, but I, for the life of me, it features Arnold as an old Arnold battling against Arnold as a young Arnold. I don't know how, I don't know what Amelia Clark is playing Linda Hamilton's character, Sarah Connor in some kind of weird time. Yeah. Who knows? It did not do well. They thought it was going to relaunch a trilogy. It did poorly. And so they were like, okay, back to the drawing board. How are we (laughs) going to do a different version of this? Which has sort of been what they've, been doing since the second one they were like okay the first two are good let's make a third one that follows them okay no that didn't do well okay let's do a like prequel sequel whatever with christian bale okay no that didn't do well okay let's just reboot the whole series with (laughs) amelia clark okay that didn't do well let's go back and try a second sequel to the second movie
0: (laughs) i think they just realized like i mean you look at like terminator everything after terminator 2 It's all more focused on like the Terminators themselves. It kind of loses the human element and like the the like story of this, you know, nobody who has to become somebody because they were destined to or they need to or whatever. And so it's interesting that now they realize that that wasn't working. Like no one was caring about these like robot sequences or the the story of how the robots came to be. So they're like, let's go back find the heart of the story again and so they uh found sarah connor they brought her out of retirement and um you know what's crazy though is that she <laughs> was married to james cameron like after terminator 2
1: she was yeah i did not realize Isn't that, that.
0: wild i just read that it's like they got they dated and got married and I mean, now I'm questioning it, but that was what I read in an article.
1: No, I bet that's true. This is like in the weird uh, Creed 2, where they had to bring back Sylvester Stallone's oh, ex-wife yeah. because she was a character yes. in the <laughs> in the Rocky movies. Yeah. <laughs> Good and times.
0: So, um, she, I mean, the actress, um, what's her name? Hamilton, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. She's kind of like, she's done really nothing since she's been retired for a long time, supposedly by choice. And for both of these sequels, she was sort of forced back. Like James Cameron really made a push for her to come back. And she was always like, okay, like with Terminator one, she used to, she walked away from that, having like nightmares about Terminator or whatever, and didn't want to do it, wanted to do more prestige films. But then James Cameron was like, We want to do a sequel. And she's like, Fine, but you have to make me like go crazy. Like, I want to be like hardcore. And thus, you have Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Sarah Connor. And then with this one, he again approached her and was like, Would you be willing to do this? And at first, she was like, "Mm, Not really. I'm pretty comfortable not being anyone. But then she was like, Fine. But again, I want to stay in my character. I want her to be like hardened, like badass, just straight up crazy. So. She's been sort well, of involved from the get-go.
1: Because the plot of the first two movies, basically, is that Sarah Connor is going to give birth to John Connor, who is going to save the world. So the people in the future send back a Terminator to kill Sarah, so therefore she can't give birth to John. So that's the plot of the first two. And then this one, it's like Sarah Connor is much Older, and she's kind of like a mentor to this new girl who's having the same thing happen to her, where they send a Terminator back to kill this girl named Danny. And now Sarah Connor and old Arnold Schwarzenegger, as an old version of the Terminator, are tasked to protect Danny, along with a new protector who is sent from the future as well, Grace, from this Mm -hmm. new version of the Terminator. But yeah, it's weird with Linda Hamilton. If she wanted to do more prestigey things, that's shocking to me because honestly, she is not that good of an actress as (laughs) evidenced by this entire movie. I was getting a lot of like Ruby Rose vibes from her as like, okay, you're looking good. You're doing these action sequences, Mm -hmm. but like, well, maybe let's cut some of the dialogue that we're giving you because I'm not sure you Mm -hmm. can quite handle it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. I, uh, like I said, I'd seen Terminator Salvation, but then when I knew we were doing this, I watched Terminator right before going to see Dark Fate. And it's interesting to sort of see her progression in that way because I feel like she was better in Terminator. <laughs> so I don't know if she just lost her uh, her groove or was a little out of practice. But yeah, she wasn't the strongest part of the film acting wise
1: uh fun family story from my family terminator 2 judgment day came out in 1991 which was the year i was born and my Mm -hmm. dad was like very into the first one wanted to go see the second one in theaters and him and my mom were on vacation to visit my dad's sister in arizona i believe and my mom was sort of feeling like generally neglected on this trip because my dad was spending more time with Like his nieces and nephews, and his sister, then my mom, who was pregnant with me. And then they went to see Terminator 2, and for like the days afterwards my dad just kept talking about how muscular linda hamilton's arms <laughs> were in this movie and my mom is like here i am like seven months pregnant and all my <laughs> husband can talk about is this actress's arms so sometimes when uh when my mom is upset with your you know my dad will say something my mom will be like yeah i bet you wish you had linda hamilton as a wife <laughs> instead of me
0: Oh wow! So did they like this movie? Have they seen it? So they did not
1: go see this movie yet. I think no they're what they did. needed to kind of, uh, kind of ramp up to it. My mom needed to mentally prepare to see Linda Hamilton yeah. on the screen again.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's looking great. She is. I mean, but this movie hasn't been doing great. It's sort of, um, it's sort of flopping. I think it won the weekend, but that's because there's absolutely nothing in yes. theaters. and <laughs> I think it premiered at twenty nine million. Um, yes,
1: it premiered at twenty nine uh, off of like a hundred and like an almost two hundred yeah. million dollar budget. So <laughs> yeah. not great.
0: Yeah, and it has like sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. So it's like so so. I mean, did you like it? Did you hate it? What were your thoughts? You know,
1: I did like it pr- pretty well. I I liked it, but I don't know if there's anything in this movie that, like, in five years, I'll think, oh, yeah, that was really yeah. good. It felt sort of like run-of-the-mill. It worked, and I liked it, and I thought it was, like, a, a a perfectly fine addition to the franchise and wasn't, like, bad in any way, which I think is probably the reviews that it's getting. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. It didn't it didn't necessarily make me feel like, oh, I need to, you know, um, I don't know, rush out and tell everybody and their yeah. mother that they should go see it. I mean, it is good, but it not uh, like mind blowing, I guess.
0: Yeah, I was sort of like I went through like an ebb and flow with it because at first I was into it. And then the middle part, I was just sort of like, this is long. Like, this is like not working well and i think also they were at this point where they were so big budget they were just kind of showing off with these really indecipherable action sequences especially towards the end you like have this huge fight in this um big military jet and um then you have this huge fight in a humvee and like over a a dam and it was just like very hard to engage with and it just the terminator himself was always like in liquid form, shape shifting, whatever, splitting into two. And I just kind of like miss the simplicity of 1984's Terminator, where it was just a muscle man just looking to assassinate someone. And it wasn't all this like, I don't know, showy, sort of splashy, explosiony action that really distracted from the film itself and kind of just made this Terminator seem like very bad at his job because with his skills like it should have been very easy to terminate his target
1: Well, I love old action movies, like 80s, (laughs) 90s action movies. And part of the reason is because they don't have CG, they don't have these computer graphics. So everything that's happening is something that they had to actually come up with. So if there's a car chase, it's like, it's two cars. If there's people fighting, it's two people. It's not like a a bunch of CG random things. Like, True Lies is one of my favorite action movies that has Arnold in it. And there's a scene where it's like a guy on a motorcycle chasing a guy on a horse, Through a shopping mall. It's like that actually had to happen. They had to go to a shopping mall. They had to bring a horse. They had to bring a motorcycle. They had to teach people how to use them. They had to have extras jumping out of the way. If you're going through a glass wall, you're going through a glass wall. And I think it just adds so much more excitement to the movie, even if it's not like, oh, there's a jet crashing and whatever. Yeah. Some reason or another, a horse in a mall feels like more (laughs) interesting action to me than like a fake Humvee attached to a parachute with a you know i don't know yeah so i thought the action was good but it wasn't yeah there there also didn't feel like to me that there was a big fun interesting set piece that looking back i'd say oh this is the movie that has the x fight scene in it you know like matrix 2 has that amazing highway fight scene and Mm -hmm. it's like the rest of matrix 2, whatever, but you always remember that scene just because it's like so well done and interesting and different from any other action scene you've seen before. And this did not have one of those scenes for me.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was interesting. It's so James Cameron uh, produced it, but Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool directed this movie and so I just I just wanted it to be more fun and there were definitely moments where it was like fun like the entire I guess basically when Sarah Connor makes her appearance and it's like an epic moment that you're very excited by but a lot around it just felt like fluff and I was just like how many how many fights are there going to be like I just it just started to drag a little bit even though it was only like 2 hours long so it's not like an insane amount of time but I wanted to like it more, but it really picked up for me when Arnold Schwarzenegger came back on the screen. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Because he's only in, like, the last third half of the movie, and I felt like he is dynamic, especially Mm -hmm. in comparison to these other, to Linda Hamilton, who can't really act. I mean, Arnold also can't act, but has, like, a (laughs) presence to him. Yeah,
0: and he's, like, self-aware, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then the new people, I don't know, we're just kind of like, oh, okay, but When Arnold got back, like, he is actually funny, and Mm -hmm. he is more compelling, I think, than some of these other people.
0: Yeah, they made this interesting choice where um, the movie opens with a Terminator, who obviously looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger actually coming through and managing to murder John Connor because that was his mission. And so he walked off, his mission was complete. And he just sort of, the story goes, it wandered the earth for 22 years or however long it's been. And finally realized like he sort of found this family he kind of adopted to help and has sort of like gained an understanding of human empathy and purpose. And so while he still is a robot, he sort of has this I don't know, conscience now where he wants to help do better and like make up for murdering John Connor. And so he's been secretly helping Sarah and now he's here to help save um, this girl who's been targeted by the Terminator for some unknown reason. And so you get to kind of see him in this very domesticated role where he's like, wearing flannel and helping with groceries and talking about (laughs) raising his child and his drapes business. And it was all just like a breath of fresh air in a very, you know, run-of-the-mill action movie. Like, this is the first place where they got to finally have some fun. And I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Well, Terminator Genesis, which I think actually did better than this movie, despite it getting worse reviews, is mostly that dynamic because Mm -hmm. arnold is again playing like an old version of this terminator with amelia clark who i think is much more charming as the girl who's being hunted than this random girl is (laughs) and the terminator genesis plot is much more convoluted and involves a lot more like time traveling this thing it's like hard to focus on what exactly is happening but i think it gives you more of that like Arnold sparkle. And there's also even a young Arnold versus an old Arnold. So there's like, they're doing the Gemini man thing before Gemini man. And I think probably better than Gemini man. (laughs) but so here's a question that i had for you well two two questions because i was thinking about like okay why is this movie not doing well why do some reboots like star wars or like halloween last year go off like gangbusters everybody loves them and then some of these reboots like this like the men in black one this summer kind of just arrive dead I think it has something to do with whether or not the movie is good, but it doesn't feel like that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Because, like, this got decent reviews. Like, mm. this shouldn't have done so poorly just based on the reception that it was yeah. getting. And I think there's, like, some series fatigue, but it's hard to pinprick, like, when is there going to be fatigue versus <laughs> when is there not. Well, I mean, like, do this you movie- have any?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, this movie hasn't had a good movie since like 1991, basically. And so I think part of that is that its audience is just nowhere near the size of something like Star Wars or I, I, I can't think of franchises now that have been rebooted or even like Ghostbusters. At least you had like a very alive and excited audience, whereas who's but like to stand work, for Terminator? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean people saw it. I think it still made a lot of money.
1: Or like the last um like the last Indiana Jones one when they rebooted that, <laughs> that didn't do well. I mean that was a bad yeah. movie, but you know like but yeah. then like the Creeds did really well.
0: That's true. I guess I just I, it, think it just felt kind of like and this is true <laughs> a lot of Terminator. It's just the same story in different drapes, you know, it's um it's exactly the same. It's just very dull. If you if you cut it down to its basics, it's really like, what does this movie have to offer that's different than any of the other Terminators?
1: Yeah, it's like too similar to 1 and 2 without really giving us anything new. Yeah. I mean, Terminator 1 was sort of like a sleeper cult hit. Like they didn't Mm -hmm. think it was going to be that big and then it turned out to be a lot more popular than it was. And then I think they rightly were like, okay, well, Arnold was the villain in the first one, but he's actually better as the hero. So we'll make him the hero for the second one. And Mm -hmm. they sort of just kind of redo the same-ish movie, (laughs) but switch the roles for Arnold and give it more money. And it's like, oh, it's a better movie.
0: Yeah. And this one, it was just like, like yes yeah, Sarah Connor was cool to watch come out and come back and be like I know how this whole thing goes having Arnold Schwarzenegger as a as this like retired terminator was a lot of fun but it was buried under some pretty basic like plot some pretty boring action and sort of this villain who was just he wasn't he wasn't interesting to watch like i just I didn't feel anything in the movie. I didn't care about the characters. I wasn't tense about whether or not they'd survive. Like, there was no... there's no risk. There was no... I don't know. Like, just the energy was really low throughout the film for me.
1: One thing that I was kind of thinking about why maybe some of these do poorly and others don't is, like, who is the audience for this movie? Yeah. Because... This it feels like this movie is too complicated and too tied to previous Terminator movies for someone who hasn't watched previous versions to come to this mm-hmm. where I think something like Creed or even the new Halloween last year does and and even the new Star Wars series feels like there's enough new stuff in it that people could come and watch those movies without having to watch the old movies were like this in that opening scene where John Connor gets shot on the beach. I was having to sit there and be like, okay, wait, was this something from the fifth? Yeah. Something from like, like I didn't in reviews I was reading. It said, oh, we really wanted to start it off with a bang. The people would be like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And I was sort of like, wait, was that in one of the movies? And I just forgot about it. Like, is this old footage? Is this CG? Because it's, Because it's shot as if they do like the, you know, de-aging on the people's faces. Mm -hmm. So it looks like it's them from the time period of the original.
0: Well, and it was just like, it was like, wait. So she did end, um, uh, what's the evil company? Skynet. Skynet. She managed to avoid Skynet destroying planet Earth. But then it just turns out there's another evil company that rises up and creates an evil ai that then kills the world so it's just like wow like this is literally just the same story but it feels like they're talking about it like we are supposed to know what happens and it doesn't really that part of it felt kind of lazy to me too where it was like was the company that um the augmented is her name grace is that right Yeah, Grace is like, oh, this company takes over. This this robot takes over. It's like, were we supposed to know that? Like, is that a made up word for this movie? Yeah,
1: yeah. There was a lot of of lore. Even like, I think that you could honestly watch this movie without having seen the other Terminators and get most of it. But it was still kind of confusing. So here's the second point that I was thinking about with these reboots. And because I called my parents after I watched this, assuming that they would have gone and seen it, despite, you know, my mom's arms not being as good as Lynn Hamilton's. And my mom was like, oh, well, we didn't really want to go see it because we were like, well, do we really want to go see like, you know, like the girl t- like Terminator with all girls? Like, is it going to be any better or is it just like, you know, whatever? And I do feel like there's this that there's been a number of these reboots where like Ghostbusters or Ocean's 8 that have been kind of, well, let's do that with girls, and (laughs) they haven't worked as well. And I think part of that is, like, because who is the audience for that? Like, the people who originally like the Terminator movies are mostly probably, like, middle-aged men at this point. Which, like, yes, it'd be great if they were woke now and wanted to go see, you know, like, female driven movies but at the same time i don't think that this movie is necessarily made for them but also it's like if you were a younger woman i don't think this would be the movie that you would choose to go see either so I don't, it's interesting when they well because it's based on this old <laughs> like terminator movie that you probably haven't seen
0: Yeah. No, it's interesting. The feminist question of it all is very interesting because I think, like you said, a lot of movies are trying to angle this and it feels very like corporate grabby, like, oh, we have an in slap feminist on it and we'll make a million bucks. And it just feels very inauthentic, very forced, very canned. And plus, you look at this movie, it's produced by two men, directed by a man, written by men, storyboarded by men. A female isn't named in the credits for, like, pages of text. So it's, like, uh, you have to draw a question to their intention. but They're, like, the truth behind their intentions or whatever, however they want to present this. But what's interesting is James Cameron is one who thinks he's, like, top of the game. Like, he's come after multiple other directors for their problematic portrayal of fem- females. Like, he thought Ridley Scott's alien had this male gaze over Sigourney Sigourney Weaver and then he came after um, Wonder Woman because she was too pretty and and like tried to say that that wasn't like true feminism and so it's sort of weird to watch him kind of navigate this and obviously he's the producer he's not the director he's not the writer so he's maybe not as involved in this one but yeah, throughout the movie, I, as a woman who enjoys watching female-led films, felt like I was holding back an eye roll like 85% of the time. There's this whole like speech about how they're wondering why why the Terminator is targeting this girl, Danny, And Sarah's like, oh, it's because your womb, like all you're good for in these people's eyes is the baby you'll carry type thing. And then it's revealed in the end, like spoiler alert, I guess, even though to me, this is the lamest like, oh, oh, yeah, reveal. Basically, it's like, it's not your baby you're protecting. You become the great general that defeats the evil robot in the future. It's like the stupidest moment that's that thinks it's the big, like, oh my gosh, like, she's so powerful, like, this is amazing. But it's like, I don't know what was lost in translation, but these guys involved in this movie clearly think that women still are surprised that they can be, like, badass generals or whatever, that they think this is some huge... Miraculous reveal and it was just sort of like Of course that's what it is like what are you Talking about why are we clapping ourselves on the Back for you being brave enough to write that You know
1: I just am uh, Hoping that we're At the end of this period <laughs> Or getting toward the end Where people are like Okay how can we make money Let's either reboot something that did well Initially or redo The same thing that did well but like with <laughs> Yeah uh, a Female women. cast yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's like yes franchise things tend to do like they're the big initial box office draws because people they have name recognition but i think we've seen a lot of these fail and they cost a lot of money to make and instead when you can do something like a crazy rich asians which is you know like a whole new or bridesmaids where it's like you just pick the good story (laughs) about a group of people. You don't have to redo something. You just come up with a new version, like a a new brand new story and idea or us or get out. Like, you know, there's just lots of, yeah, book smart. There's lots of examples of movies that have, different voices to them that aren't just like remakes of okay well you know what pirates of the caribbean did well so let's do pirates of the caribbean but with all <laughs> filipino women it's like yeah. eh, no well, let's it's not like, let's just do a different movie about that
0: yeah dark fate took five writers to um create the idea before they even went to script and it's like this idea is literally just a regurgitated um terminator one through two But with a female spin and it's like, is it that hard to like put your energy towards thinking of something different rather than just being like, oh, my gosh, wouldn't it be crazy if like a girl managed to kill a Terminator? But then it wasn't even a girl who killed him. So it's just like that faux feminism is very irritating.
1: And on top of that, I read this that. James Cameron when he was like coming up with ideas for this he just had a list of like action scenes that he would wanted to put in other movies but it <laughs> hadn't that they hadn't fit so he just gave them to the writers and were like hey here's a bunch of action ideas i would like to see in a movie (laughs) and one of them was like a humvee falling off a dam
0: wow which is a a stupid idea anyways (laughs) oh that is funny i mean you know james cameron just twiddling his thumbs until he can get that humvee into a avatar sequel but I mean, yeah, that did that makes total sense to me because the movie itself just felt sort of disjointed. They were always going from one vague spot to the next. It was never really clear why. I never got an understanding of why the augmented soldier Grace knew to go to the Terminator's house. Like because in the future it's not that the past has already happened, right? Like they don't know that. So how did she yes, know? I think I think it's
1: something like that of uh Her. well yeah no that doesn't make sense because <laughs> if she like well, but no, maybe it, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to it's tell weird, whether or not it's like the past yeah. is always the past or if they remember. Yeah, the time travel rules are <laughs> hazy at yeah. best. Yeah,
0: and Grace herself was like augmented, but for no reason like I didn't understand her flashbacks, and it was like was the was Danny the commander she was trying to drag into the base in her flashback? Like what was I so think important so. about it? Was she just there to save herself? Because that's sort of a self-important thing of Danny to do in the future to be like, oh, like, go make sure I'm cool. Like, I don't like what was she really? I don't know. What was she doing? You know, I was just there confused. also sort
1: of wasn't <laughs> enough flashbacks. Yeah. Like there was like a couple, but like not enough to warrant <laughs> that. Like there should have been either more or less, but strange. instead it was just a weird amount. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, so would you say this movie is like now, later or never?
0: I guess it's like a soft later if you're interested in it. It's like, yeah, I mean, and I enjoyed myself. Like, I don't want it to seem like I'm just writing on this. I don't think it's a good movie, but I think it's an enjoyable one to a degree. So, like, definitely Airplane or a Netflix event. Like, you can you can feel justified in watching this, I guess.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I don't think that it's a bad movie, honestly. Mm. Like, there's not... I don't have yeah, that many like holes worse. to poke at it other than it was just like kind of serviceable and good. I felt about this a lot like I felt about the Men in Black movie that came out mm. earlier this year of like, oh, that was fun. Like, if you want to go, if you're a fan of Men in Black, if you're a fan of Terminator, like, go see this in theaters. It's not like a bad movie, but also you could definitely wait. Yeah. I would, however, like to give a recommendation for an alternative Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. movie. Okay. <laughs> so this there's this movie that came out called The Last Stand, which I th- want to say came out in like 2014 or something like that. Fully nobody has really seen it, but I think it is one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's best movies. And I feel like you would like it. He plays like a small town sheriff on some border town of Texas and Mexico or some, 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 anyways, he's in some small town and there is a an escaped convict who is like a drug cartel leader Mm -hmm. who is trying to get from this prison to uh, back to Mexico. And like the only thing standing in his way is this random town that Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) is the sheriff of. And so Arnold like clears out the town and it sort of becomes this weird like home alone kind of movie (laughs) of like this cartel guy trying to get through to the border and Arnold and his sort of like band of misfits (laughs) trying to keep him from getting there and it is a very good action movie and definitely like sort of like fun campy rompy (laughs) action with Arnold like sort like you know doing his thing and I don't know it's it's Forrest Whitaker's in it it's a weird movie but it's but it's I don't know. It's very enjoyable and much more like fun Arnold than this one is.
0: So, I, is it better than Jingle so. All the Way or? Well, it's not a comedy,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. the Jingle All the Way is also great. Yeah. But it's hard to differentiate between like comedy Arnold versus action. <laughs> yeah,
0: Arnold. yeah. Well, I'll give it a, I'll give it a look maybe if it's on something.
1: Yeah, if it's on a streaming service you should definitely watch it cuz it is it's a fun. It's a fun movie.
0: Okay. Well, do you have any uh, winners or losers for us this week?
1: I do. I do, Shelby. Okay. Let's cue the music. (laughs) This week's winners are balloon drape manufacturers, For years, you've been toiling away, selling window drapes, bearing big, blocky balloons on them. Parents come into drape stores and say, No, too tacky, and she'll grow out of them. Children screamed upon seeing them, saying, No, Pennywise, no. But all of that has changed, because in Laredo, Texas, your drapes are best sellers. (laughs) carl draper extraordinaire is your number one salesman every child in town has balloon drapes because even (laughs) if the parents don't want them carl is big and scary and says that they do (laughs) so never fear balloon drape manufacturers you may have been on the downswing before but now you're a winner
0: (laughs) yes long live carl drapes but i think that was the best part of the movie and i wonder like how that how that happened like that was the best writing, the best acting the the greatest joke, so big fan of that moment. Yeah.
1: all of Arnold as a Terminator pretending to be a like <laughs> small town drape salesman was mm-hmm. just fantastic, and I would <laughs> gladly watch a whole movie of like Arnold playing a robot <laughs> trying to learn how to be a person. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> What is love? Like, <laughs> so great. I We found the dream <laughs> role
0: for him. Yeah. Okay.
1: You ready for uh, The Loser? Yeah. So, well, I guess we should set up. The big company that has sent somebody back, has sent the Terminator back in this movie, is not called Skynet. It's called Legion. Legion. So, the loser for this week is Legion's Finances. <laughs> sure, you're a giant AI hive threatening the future of humanity, Sure, you have countless teched-out drones hunting down children. Sure, you have created indestructible shape-shifting robots. But you know what? Money is tight, and time traveling is expensive, so you're only going to be able to send back a single Terminator. It's just a lot of money, you know, and you have to make budget cuts. So the old-timey time machine is only getting fired up once. Sure, this girl could destroy everything, but at Legion, you have to put more money into drones that can hear gunshots. And for that, you're losers.
0: Hmm. <laughs> What's wild about the whole Terminator franchise is just this strategy by future genius robots um, to send uh, robots back to assassinate people as if that's the only way to win their war. Because in this movie, it sort of is a storyline for Sarah that she's been getting these texts that tell her whenever a new Terminator appears. And so she goes and murders them before they can really like get up to speed And so that implies that, like, continuously, these robots, this, like, you know, Legion or whatever is, like, in the future thinking, what's the best (laughs) use of our resources? Let's just keep sending these losers back and maybe one time it'll work. And it's just like, isn't there a better use of their, like, it's clearly not working. And also in these flashbacks to the future, it's like, the world seems pretty like garbage anyway, so how is a single human like actually going to change that? Cuz it doesn't seem like they're anywhere close to overpowering the robots. You know what I mean? It's weird
1: because <laughs> Well, first off, I think that the general premise of all those robots who are coming back that Sarah Connor has been killing is that Skynet, the original bad company, sent Terminators to a bunch of different time periods. And Mm -hmm. so they defeated the first one and destroyed the people who were going to make Skynet. So Skynet, therefore, is gone but for some reason there's like residual (laughs) terminators that keep coming through and she's just going to kill them all but it is baffling that this company has access to time traveling (laughs) technology and yet really is not using it in any major way other than to send single assassins back (laughs) in time to kill people it's like you could just send the whole army back in time to kill everybody like i yeah but send then also, out. if you go back in time and kill the people who like dist- who made your company, then are you therefore killing yourself? Like, there's a lot yeah. of yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, lots of gaps there. But um, do you have any uh, any rapid fire questions?
1: Yes, yes, I do. Okay, okay. So, hit me. what action movie star would you send back in time to protect an earlier version of yourself?
0: Oh man. Okay, action movie i really want to pick someone good i guess oh i guess i kind of feel like um like uh oh i just forgot his name
1: i hope you don't steal my answer because i um, have an, a good one
0: no i would i would want um <laughs> mission impossible what's his name <laughs>
1: Tom Cruise.
0: Tom Cruise cuz I think he's uh, he's quick on what? his feet, you know? He thinks, he thinks in all his movies, he's one step ahead of everyone. So it's oh not just gosh. a muscle game, it's a strategy game, you know?
1: That's a terrible answer.
0: No, I think the problem terrible. I think the problem with a lot of these is that their strategy just sucks. Like they're every single like Kyle Reese in the first one and now Grace in this one, their only strategy is to just keep running and it just doesn't make any sense, you know?
1: Got to get him in a kill box. Yeah. Um, I am picking Michael B. Jordan as my oh, bodyguard. That'd be
0: a good time. <laughs> I would want a Terminator storyline if that happened. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Shelby, calm yourself. You know? <laughs> this is a family podcast.
0: <laughs> well, I'm surprised you didn't say um, Edge of Tomorrow leading lady because that she oh, could do. Oh, Emily, she could Emily do Blunt would
1: also be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like hanging out with uh like if i have to pick a bodyguard who's like right. i'm gonna have to go on a road trip with like yeah. jordan would, i think would be more fun than angry emily blunt <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair um okay similar question but different if you could cast a more like an interesting person to play a terminator because my husband and i were talking about this and it's like why are they sending back muscular looking men they're just robots, if they're you know? they're yeah.
1: indestructible. Yeah. So
0: it's like, wouldn't like Robert De Niro be a more fun Terminator or like someone small who could fit into tiny spaces, oh, yeah. this you know? So who would you want?
1: I think I want Margot Martindale to be the Terminator. Do you know who that is? Wait, who is that? I'm gonna.
0: Google she's it. the
1: woman who gets pushed down the stairs in the kitchen. She's like an old, <laughs> an older, oh, yeah. like kind of like heavy set uh, yes. character actress. Yes. she's in Dexter. Uh, she's the one who eats the keyline, who like wants the keyline pie. Yes. she's been in a bunch of movies.
0: That would be good. See, subvert expectations. No one can like... It'd be really hard to shoot her in the face because she would just seem dangerous. She'd be like, oh, honey, I need a piece of cheese
1: (laughs) and then just like cut your throat, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going for someone who could maybe add some more zhuzh into the role. So I was thinking um, basically anyone from Spider-Verse, but I think um, the sort of chubby version of... I guess I only know him as Nick in New Girl, but I think he could be Oh,
1: he could be from yes,
0: Yeah, Stumptown, exactly. <laughs>
1: yes. Stumptown references galore this <laughs> yeah. week. My gosh.
0: Yeah. He could be a good a good character, a fun one. He's your everyday terminator. He's like, "Hey man, I don't mean you any harm." Like, "Hey, let's just go grab some drinks." And then bam, shoot you in the back.
1: Okay, what is something that you could do in the future that would warrant someone sending somebody back in time to kill the present <laughs> version of you?
0: I mean, that's obviously a obviously, I could be the top general who managed to get all 12 remaining humans into line to take down the <laughs> magical Terminator race. I think that's my destiny. I'm just waiting for the Terminator to come down and prove it
1: you know i would pay big money to see you as a general <laughs> um and i would pay even bigger money to see rob following you around taking pictures of you as a general yeah, for your I mean, general hold Instagram up, up. give me
0: give me from this angle like let me climb on top of this drone right now i'll get a good <laughs> <Yes>. shot
1: <laughs> do i look good on on this cannon do yeah. i look good on, like
0: let me let me try hanging down yeah. off of it yeah <laughs> what would you um what would you be
1: I was thinking about this and I feel like I don't have a good answer other than <laughs> I feel like I could be somebody who um like leaks some kind of secret or mm, another. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a
0: whistleblower. Yeah, like a whistleblower or
1: <laughs> even sort of like an accidental whistleblower, you know? <laughs> like yeah. like, like, sees some, like sees something yeah. like sees something and is like, oh, well this happened and oh, they're like yeah. that, that was a secret you weren't supposed to say anything.
0: <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> An accidental witness.
1: Yeah, an idiot whistleblower, if you will.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It'd be like the man who knew too little. That would be your version Mm -hmm. of this movie. Holla. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you're going to be a Terminator, what would be your method of assassinating this character? Okay. Because in this movie, the first thing he tries is to look like her dad and creepily offer her her lunch, you know? (laughs) So, what would be your angle?
1: My angle would just be to, if you know where they live, to just wait outside the house until they came out one day and then (laughs) use my, like, uh, saber arms to cut her in half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to involve talking to
1: another human being. (laughs) Just sit and wait.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the first one, though, and I I cite this because I just watched it, but. He gets the phone book and goes to the address, but he doesn't know which Sarah he's looking for. You know what I mean? So that could be the problem.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends on how much knowledge you have
0: ahead of time. Yeah. I think I would definitely... I think they need to develop a smarter um, Terminator and just send someone who can sort of strategize a little better because it would be so easy to murder these people. It's like... It's beyond easy. You just sneak into a crowd like yeah i don't know like anything you oh, run them yeah. over in a car like
1: killing yeah. someone is is so <laughs> easy to do it is would not be difficult to kill anyone i mean like the president but a, but like a normal person if you pick the name <laughs> out of a phone book it would be so easy to kill them the only yeah. issue is getting caught and if you don't yeah. care about getting caught because you're a terminator then it feels like it would be relatively easy to kill someone
0: yeah. this guy kept messing it up like at one time he was like plugged into i don't know like every military intelligence thing he could zoom in on them on a phone it's like you have one drone i'm pretty sure you could get 25 drones to just go pop 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 you know till you're Mm -hmm. sure everyone in the vicinity is exploded
1: (laughs) um okay my last question is what is your ideal sack lunch (laughs)
0: You know, I really have a soft spot for bologna sandwiches. And I've been a vegetarian for a year, but I've been craving a bologna sandwich.
1: Are you still like an actual vegetarian? You're not like a restaurant vegetarian like you were initially?
0: I'm a full-time vegetarian, part-time vegan. So,
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's my diet. But I feel like one day I will just want a bologna sandwich with the mustard and mayo and a slice of cheese, white bread. Oh, so good. All the
1: things to not be a vegan for or a vegetarian. (laughs) That is the lowest on the list. And chicken nuggets (laughs) should be much higher. Um I want give me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Some like Ruffles potato chips and one of them Kool-Aid juice things that have the weird, like, twisty (laughs) thing on top. You know what I'm talking about? Like the plastic, like, bottle or whatever.
0: Mm. I think those are pretty easy to get. I bet yeah, you can find I that know. sack lunch.
1: I know I could make it for myself. I'm just saying that that's a good. The question was what isn't what is one food you're no you're right, longer you're allowed right. to eat that you would eat as a child? <laughs> yeah,
0: you're right. My apologies. That's a good answer. Really well done, Matt. Thank you. Oh, shut for shut up.
1: Do you have another question? Or are we done?
0: No, that's it. That's it. We can wrap up. I want to go okay. out on that high. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. That was great. Thank you for that. This has been our episode this week. Uh follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be just fantastic. We read them on the show every week on our Roundup episode. Next week we I am being forced to do last Christmas.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. I've muted it on Twitter so I don't get any spoilers.
1: Oh, well, we already know what the spoiler <laughs> is, so he's Don't dead. Act.
0: <laughs> Don't act like you're cool enough to know the spoiler because we have it on record that you had no clue, okay?
1: Yeah, but once so I saw it, I can't unsee it. Whatever. No, I'm still technically early to the party because the party hasn't started yet. Yeah, and really, true. the party Second will be a disaster. Wave. I can't wait for those reviews to come out it, to get a yeah, 12% on Rotten Tomatoes, but us to People have it, go love
0: see it. a Christmas movie. They really do. So we'll see
1: people love a cancer movie people love it's like uh it's like a weird friggin holiday movie mix with seven pounds that's what i'm going yeah. to see. Yeah. okay well this episode is over we'll see you guys next week bye <laughs>